today on the podcast, our producer, Steve Andrews. Steven is a lifelong entrepreneur and storyteller from lemonade stands, mowing lawns, and recording home videos to winning money from his university to help his first business. He has always had the will to follow his passion. Minus two stints of time in the corporate realm, which I want to talk about. <laughs> also known as prison. He also known as, <laughs> as people corporate prison. prison. Yeah. Uh, he has always tried to do his own thing. He now runs the, so- the media agency Spotted Dog Media out of the vibrant greater Denver area with the purpose of helping small and medium-sized businesses of the area fight back against the corporate large corporations that are moving into the area through content creation. I had it through content creation on the end oh, of your bio. Thank you. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I think you're going to be like episode 50. 49. Oh, you'll be 49. Episode 49. Awesome. We've, we're approaching the one year. We've already been shooting for over yeah, a year. Yeah, we've been shooting for a year. But we're approaching the one year mark of actual episodes being put out. Yeah, so what? Number 44 <clears throat> went up today. 44 went up today. 45 next week. So on and so yeah. forth. People Somebody asked tell. me if we were going to do seasons. And I was like, there's really no seasons to be had. Plus, I want to yeah. see that number to continue to go up. Yeah. Like, I mean, by this time, around this time next year, we'll be yeah, hitting episode 100. Yay! <laughs> I just saw your brain explode a Did little it? bit. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, Steve and I have been working together for about a year now. About a year now. About a year now. Okay. So, back into host mode. Uh, what was your first job? Uh, my first job was working at a video store. <laughs> it was a blockbuster. Uh, it wasn't blockbuster. It was Suncoast. Oh, okay. I don't know if they had them up here. No, we don't have any Suncoast. So it was just a video store. You'd come in and buy DVDs. Mm-hmm. Novel concept. If you were going to buy a movie, you got a physical object, took it home, and put it in a VCR mm-hmm. or a DVD player. Wow. <laughs> Uh, they still have Redbox. Where you can they go do get still. The discs. They do still have Redbox, but most everybody streams everything now. Yeah, I saw on my uh, grandmother-in-law's uh, table yesterday. We went to have dinner with her. Mm-hmm. Um, like a Netflix envelope, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was like, "Do they still send movies?" I think they do. I I, I don't think they do a lot of it. I had no idea, but, but that was still a thing. Yep. We used to get the audio tapes. Like in the mail. Oh, yeah. We used to do that. Was that like the BMG or whatever? Mm-hmm. And they would send you all the audio tapes, and it was like Christmas. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> um, let's so tell us about your corporate stints. Oh, man. Okay. So the, the first corporate stint. Oh, wait. Is it three? Was there three? Are you lying to me? I, I'd really call it two. Two and a half. Two and a half. We'll go two and a half because <laughs> okay. one was like six months. <laughs> um, so I had like a bunch of little like odd jobs like mm-hmm. Suncoast and just working as a waiter mm-hmm. and that sort of fun thing. Um, but my first job out of college was being a financial advisor. So this was the half. Um, and uh, I knew it wasn't going to last. This is a true story. So... Come on, financial advisor. They're all sales guys. Mm-hmm. Real hyped up on sales, making money, very money driven, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't fit into that culture. Mm-mm. And so I got the job. They wanted a bachelor's degree. I didn't have my bachelor's degree, so I felt all awesome for defeating requirements. 
that don't apply to me. And I uh, went out to lunch with my sales manager mm-hmm. because that was <clears throat> uh, just how they indoctrinated people, I guess. Like, hey, like, let's go out, let's have lunch, get to know each other, all that sort of fun thing. So I got to eat lunch and he asked me, so what's the, the proudest thing you've done? And a year before that, mm-hmm. I had been running my first business, mm-hmm. which was an automotive shop, and we did events as well. And we did a massive event. Mm-hmm. I made $30,000 in a day mm-hmm. and then donated 10000 of that uh, to a children's hospital. Mm-hmm. So I was like, being 23 years old and donating $10,000 to a children's hospital, mm-hmm. definitely life high point at that point. And I asked him just to flip it, like, mm-hmm. get to know you a little bit. It's like, hey, so what's yours? He sits back, thinks, he goes, probably joining the country club that I joined. And I audibly laughed at him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was like, oh. And then in my brain, I'm like, oh, that, I'm not going to last here. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to fly. This is done. Uh, so that one ended about six months later. I got my investment license, my Series 6 and 7 and 66 and another one and was selling insurance and investments. Um, but I come from a cop and military family. Yeah. To sell those things, you have to know people with disposable income. Cops and military tend to not have a whole lot of disposable income. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a great fit for me anyways. Uh, second stint... I was working at a broker dealer again. I was uh, inputting, I was doing data transfer, mm-hmm. essentially, just moving people's money around. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I, I don't think I made it to a year. I can't imagine I, you in a cubicle <laughs> doing data I, I think I made that like nine months. I think I was about to make a year. And I was like, uh, I got to go. <laughs> can't be stuck here. I can't do this. Uh, and that one was great. I had really cool people around me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one dude that I worked with. His name is Rufus. Uh, he came from Nigeria, I think. Mm-hmm. So he had a real thick accent. Mm-hmm. But all the time you just hear him mutter- uttering under his breath, oh, that's not good. <laughs> oh, that's not good. You all right, Rufus? Oh my gosh. That's so that crazy. one lasted about a year. And then the last one was a project manager for a financial company for two years. I made two years on that Yay! one. Uh, and then left it to come up here to work for a startup. That's when I moved to Colorado. Yep. So then my next question is, <laughs> how did you end up here in Denver? So <laughs> you're like, you just know what I'm going to ask you. <laughs> I, I knew the so first long. question. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know where so. you'd go elsewhere. <laughs> um, like so I came up to, I came up to take the director position at a startup mm-hmm. um, for marketing. Mm-hmm. It's what I do. It's what I've always done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's social media communication. Like that's my jam. Um, moved up here to be the director for marketing for a company called, and I don't know if I should have mentioned their name, but you can always cut that out. I can always cut that out. <laughs> you have carte blanche on the, uh, on I the do. Cuts. I have control. <laughs> um, so moved up here for that. And the owner did what a lot of people do mm-hmm. is conflate sales and marketing. Mm. So it became a okay, we're going to scrape names and emails using Salesforce and LinkedIn. You're going to send them a sales letter. We're going to try and get 
30 C-level employees of various companies to come to a dinner. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to turn around and we're going to shop that list of employees to sponsors to come and talk at this dinner. Just great. It's a thing that happens all the time. Mm -hmm. Good, great, and grand. Problem is, once he brought me on, and then it wasn't marketing, it was sales, um, he wanted to double the production that he was doing previously. Uh, and yeah, I should probably take his name out. <laughs> and, and just started lying mm -hmm. to the company. He'd just make up a list of names and start shopping that around. So. And he then was lying to he the was people. straight lying to the people he was charging $10,000 a pop to come to. Oh, wow. Um, and then what happened then? I lost my train of thought. So Sorry. three months later, uh, he went out of business uh, because people were like, WTF, this none of the people bogus. that, yeah, none of the people that you told us were going to be there because mm -hmm. I really wanted to talk to the CMO of Chipotle mm -hmm. weren't there. The heck. Mm -hmm. We want our money back. Mm -hmm. So, and by that point, he had actually already, he was from the UK. So mm -hmm. he went back to the UK and was wanting me to do everything here. And then it went under. And then I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> I spent my savings to here, move up here. Here I am in Denver. In Denver three months later. Hmm. So you started Spotted Dog Media. So I start, started, started Spotted Dog Media Spotted after that. Dog media. Just named after my girlfriend's dog. Sorcha. Sorcha. Who is adorable. She is an adorable puppy. And she's on the website, guys, if you want to go see the puppies. She is. Spotted Dog Media. Yeah. SpottedDogDigital.com. Mm -hmm. Somebody has Spotted Dog Media and they're just sitting on it. <laughs> if you're listening, I want it. <laughs> Can I have it, please? <laughs> yes. There's nothing on it. <laughs> so your focus is photos, video production, and mm -hmm. podcasts. Yes. Why podcasts? Podcasts for We're going to talk about of... podcasts on this podcast because Ooh. I think that's interesting to most people. It's interesting to me because it's so meta. you're the first person who's ever talked to, like about a podcast to me. So oh. and now here we are. So Here we are. <laughs> a year later. Well, so a few reasons why podcasts and a few reasons why I like to turn on the cameras. Mm -hmm. um, one, podcasts are quickly becoming the most consumed media on the internet. Mm -hmm. Video is still the most consumed. Mm-hmm. So if we can combine the two, That's why, we do both. why not? Mm -hmm. It works better. And we get more out of it. It more content. goes to more channels. Mm -hmm. So we get everything for our LinkedIn, our Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, if you want to do it. Um, I don't know what TikTok is. More we'll get there. More on TikTok later. <laughs> do I have a thing on TikTok? <laughs> you don't. I mean, I could, but it I don't was, know if we want, to, want me to. I believe TikTok was born, remember like a year or two ago, Maybe it was more than that. Um, after Call Me Maybe came out, mm -hmm. and they had all the challenges with like cops singing Call Me Maybe oh, yes. and like the different teams like that. Mm -hmm. TikTok is an app where it's 10 seconds to like 30 seconds long mm -hmm. of people generally reenacting some sound clip from uh, something. So, okay. Lip syncing or doing like comedy sketches and I things saw like that. I saw something on Facebook the other day. Um, from it, like in the bottom, it said TikTok, and I was mm -hmm. like, "Why did they use it's a TikTok?" Very okay, entertaining that makes app. A lot of sense. Yeah, and that's hilarious. And now I have to go download it. It's kind of like a combination of the old challenges and mm -hmm. Vine. Oh, okay. So, but it's super popular. Okay. And cool. Okay. It's pretty hilarious. So podcasts. Podcasts. <laughs> um, so podcasting is quickly becoming the most consumed media on the internet. Um, over 50% of households listen to like, podcasts on the regular. Mm -hmm. 
consumption on average in the U.S. is over 80%. Wow. So once you start listening, you generally finish listening. Mm-hmm. I um, am just finishing a binge listen. Yeah. I think they have I think one more episode and then I'm caught up. There you go. And then I'm going to be really sad. <laughs> but then more will come. Yes. <laughs> you can listen to it on your time. On your time. In the car. In the car. In the car. In the shower. Because you don't have to have your phone next to you. Mm-hmm. It can play off your Alexa speaker. Mm-hmm. Which I is... do put the phone in the shower, but I like to live on the edge. So. Hey, you know what? <laughs> You're braver than I am, says the rock climber. Um, so it's just becoming massive. And actually to advertise on a podcast is more expensive to av- than advertising on the radio. Oh, wow. Because there's more listeners. Mm-hmm. So generally on the radio, you're looking at $15 to $20 mm-hmm. per thousand listeners. Podcasts are $25 to $40. Wow. And it's, it's one of those things that it's, it's happening right now. Mm-hmm. This is not, oh, it's going to happen down the road. This is, I always tell you it's real estate. At one point, somebody bought Manhattan for a dollar. Right. We're past that. But now you're looking at like... North Carolina mm-hmm. for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, so the ability to get in, create massive amounts of content, build your brand, have the continuity of people seeing you mm-hmm. act the same mm-hmm. in different situations yeah. over a long period of mm-hmm. time is what creates brand and top of the funnel right. for your sales process. Um, and that's, that's why podcasts I love it. It's just incredibly powerful, especially when you turn on video cameras. Mm-hmm. I get asked why podcasts all the time. Yeah. Um, and my answer is, well, Stephen said I, ne- I needed to, and there was no other CPA was doing this. And that's pretty much true still. Yeah. There's there's not a, lot of, a whole lot of CPAs in podcasts. There's not. And it's, it, I think that is a personality thing. Yeah. It totally is a personality thing. And the push for me was that I'm not your typical CPA. I have a personality I'm fun. I like to push people forward. Like I like to interact with people. And you were mm-hmm. like, you're awesome. Let's do this. You know, yeah, let's do a podcast. Just like the post I made yesterday, <laughs> calling you out for all your greatness. You, I, I work with her every week. Yeah. Like, we, <laughs> we spent a lot of time together. We spent a lot of time together. People have thought we were dating. We're married. <laughs> but I've, I've heard you talk mm-hmm. about various situations of various people mm-hmm. and you're always curious about how you can help push them forward yep i do it to you that i do it for you, you do it to me all yeah. the time which is great because i'm a disorganized <laughs> mess we all are <laughs> I, I just know how to make it all look pretty yeah i do too on the on the, on the back end i think most yeah. business owners are like that though i think so and i think that that is a question of scaling yeah because i am very good at talking to people mm-hmm. I'm very good at being consistent on the basics mm-hmm. of getting the camera set right, getting the composition yeah, right, getting are. the light right, that's getting the audio stuff. right. Mm-hmm. And that's just the tiny little things. Mm-hmm. I do do short films and like commercials mm-hmm. and things like that stuff. where I get a little crazy. Yeah. Um, but I'm very good at that. I'm terrible at sales. I need a sales guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I want an editor because, and I do have an editor currently, but mm-hmm. um but that frees up time for me to try and be a good sales guy mm-hmm. to then solve that problem with growth yeah. so then I can continue to build the team. Yeah. So processes and systems too. We're working on those. Right yes. Now. We're working on those. <laughs> I make him a lot of checklists. She does. <laughs> so, um, 
why do you think that podcasts are blowing up as a preferred medium uh, to disseminate content? That one's really easy, honestly. And it's just because you can listen wherever the hell you want. Um, like you were saying, in the shower, mm -hmm. uh, there's platforms like iTunes that mm -hmm. are starting to really support it. Mm -hmm. So if you open up the Apple Podcast app, you'll have new and interesting. There's 16 podcasts in there every week. Oh, wow. So they're putting it front and center. Mm -hmm. So the model that podcasts are beginning to follow mm -hmm. is the model that YouTube made 16 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and by offering that support, mm -hmm. as well as having the proliferation of content creators come to it. I mean, you've got YouTube stars that have got 10 million followers on YouTube. Mm -hmm. They're making however much they're making in AdSense, plus their brand deals, mm -hmm. start podcasts mm -hmm. because they know it's gonna be what's next mm -hmm. one of my favorite youtubers just started a podcast yeah and i was like what are you doing what you but it makes sense though it does uh samantha ravindal okay you know all the mm -hmm. all the youtube i watch is makeup youtube yeah um pretty much and music videos <laughs> yes um but yeah she just started podcasts oh there you go and M uh mk i can't remember his name uh, but he's a dude who does tech stuff. Mm -hmm. He just started one. Mm -hmm. Peter McKinnon is a photographer, uh, YouTuber mm -hmm. who just started one. Um, it's just, it's the same move that you're seeing as YouTube became popular. Mm -hmm. And s actual celebrities, the, the monotype of celebrity, mm -hmm. were like, oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, I don't want to hop on Instagram. They became less relevant mm -hmm. than YouTube stars mm -hmm. in our society. Yes, they did. And now you've got Will Smith like, oh, crap, 10 years later, <laughs> I need to start a YouTube channel. And he did. And like, yeah. he's blown up, but he's behind the curve. Mm -hmm. So it's just everybody switching or not switching per se, but everybody's starting podcasts because of the ease of friction. Mm -hmm. It's as if you're a content creator, if you're a business mm -hmm. and you're not telling your story, you should be. Um, but the, your goal, question later. <laughs> your goal is not to funnel people to your website for mm -hmm. you to make a sale. Mm -mm. Your job is to make your story as easy to consume for the end consumer as possible. Mm -hmm. And for people to get to know you. Get to know you. That's and the they'll come purpose. find you. Yeah. That's so awesome. So what do you see as the trends in video and audio production other than podcast growth? So the biggest trends in video and audio production. A, quality is going up. Yes. Um, I have been the producer for podcasts that do solely Zoom, mm -hmm. and I see them stuck. Yeah. Um, we, as creatures, are much more forgiving with visual things mm -hmm. than audio things, mm -hmm. because we actually process audio first. Okay, that makes So sense. if you see a clap, you actually hear it before you see it. Mm -hmm. Your brain just lines it up. Yeah. Um, so if we're watching a video, we can time everything up and we can squint and we can kind of figure it out. Mm -hmm. If we're just listening to something because we're very audible creatures, mm -hmm. it doesn't sound good. Mm -hmm. Nope. <laughs> Next. It's why like we have a certain volume level that we like to listen to. Yes. That we like to speak at. Mm -hmm. um, it's just because we're very sensitive uh, to audio. To audio. Our ears keep us on balance. Dude, my 11-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> He's like always a little more turned up than I need <laughs> yeah. to be. I'm like, please, 
I just I, like because that's what he needs to hear things that I think mm -hmm. right now because teenage brain and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't. Yeah. You're overloading me right now with your volume level. And I, I want you to think about the circle of people that you've ever been around. Yeah. There's always those people that you just can't stand to hear them talk. Because they're so loud. Because they're so loud. Or, because something about, like, you have a, a personal issue with them, mm -hmm. but you equate it to their voice, and then you can't stand to hear the sound of one their of voice. One of my roommates in college, I love this story, <laughs> one of my roommates in college literally had one of those voices that went through brick walls. Oh, wow. Um, and so in my college at CSU, we had suites. Mm -hmm. So two people in one room, two people in the other room, and then we shared a bathroom. Mm -hmm. And there was a brick wall between the two suites. Mm -hmm. And I literally could hear her Oh wow! on the other side, just having a normal conversation. I mean, yeah. I, I loved her dearly, but we could like, I could listen to her conversations through the brick walls yeah. because she just had this voice that just penetrated mm -hmm. like all of the, it was just at that certain decibel level. Yeah. Problem. And you know, not everybody probably could hear her through a brick wall. Yeah. But I could. You were just attuned to it. Yeah. I was attuned to her. Mm -hmm. So it was really interesting. Like you're totally right. Different people have different voices and I've yeah. turned off podcasts because you of the audio. Could have static. Maybe their voice is coming through a little too high mm -hmm. or a little too deep for yeah, you. Yeah, so audio is really important. Audio is super important. Yeah. Um, going long form. Uh, what is, does that mean? So that means the length of time mm -hmm. of the video, of the audio. Mm -hmm. um, if we're talking Facebook and LinkedIn, they're waiting videos over three minutes now. The idea of, oh, well, I've only got 30 seconds to tell my whole story. No, you've got five to 10 seconds to catch them. And mm -hmm. then people are actually going, okay, cool. I'll listen to you now. Mm -hmm. What you got? That's and cool. they'll, they'll watch the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, so with our video clips that we cut, I try to aim for over three minutes because mm -hmm. the algorithm is waiting it that way. Mm -hmm. um, That's why they're so long. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I'm like, why are they so long? And it's, it's not... It's not a guessing game. Like everybody's like, oh, they change the algorithm all the time. They change it once to twice a year, mm -hmm. and they let everybody and know let, what they, happens. They, they tell you what's going on. <laughs> this is what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. Be ready for it. So full disclosure, I actually watch the clips mm -hmm. more often than I watch the full producted. I mean, because mm -hmm. I was here. Right? Yeah. So um, I watch the clips more than I actually listen. I don't listen to the podcast or watch the yeah. videos anymore because I have a friend doing the review for us. Yeah. Um, and, but I do watch the clips, mm -hmm. you know, those three to five minute clips just because I think, because you always pick out the good content and it's always I a good to. refresher for me too. So if like somebody's like, hey, I really like that clip. I'm like, what, was what clip? did I say in said clip? Yeah. <laughs> so somebody it's... was like, I really liked what you had to say in that podcast clip. And I was like, which one? And that's, <laughs> There's now 44 episodes yeah. and a proliferation of clips at this point. So. And that's why it's so important to, like, we record for anywhere from 25 minutes to I think our longest is like an hour and 20. Yeah, I think that's Devin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's so important to cut it up and mm -hmm. then put it back out mm -hmm. because, cool, I put out a YouTube video, guys. Go watch my YouTube video. Crickets. <laughs> Because that's friction. Mm -hmm. You're telling somebody, hey, this is that. You can watch this, but not right here. Yeah, you have to go over here. You have to go over here. You have to click a button, which mm -hmm. I know is so much effort, but that is a turnoff. Mm -hmm. uh, when you look at uh, CRMs and software production companies, they're looking to reduce the number of clicks that you have to do for anything and everything at all. Thank you very much. 
And that translates to absolutely everything, mm -hmm. especially content consumption. Mm -hmm. um, so another major trend is, again, removing the friction. Don't be romantically attached to anything. Mm -hmm. Facebook could blow up tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yep, I'll go to the next place. Yeah, plenty of other places to do it. Yeah. And you just make it as easy for them to consume your content as mm -hmm. possible. Yeah. And as you recycle the content, mm -hmm. um, you know, somebody new is potentially on my LinkedIn page or yep. looking at my Facebook. Like this person, because what, what you had just recycled had mm -hmm. been um, the Q&A, I think, with mm -hmm. Stephen Crawford. Um, and I talk about what's happening in the accounting industry right now. And this particular person happens to care about what I have to say about that right now because mm -hmm. I've been... Um, I've been requested to potentially be on a council for a software company. Mm -hmm. He he wouldn't have seen that content mm -hmm. if it hadn't had been recycled at that time. Mm -hmm. But it's just, I mean, kismet or whatever. But if we're constantly using all the content we have and putting mm -hmm. it out there, different people are going to see different pieces of content. At different times, hitting them in a different way because they're having a different day. Yes. You don't know what kind of day somebody is having. Right. And when you put out your content, they could be... <laughs> I don't need this. Flip tables. I'm angry right now. My boss just said this, mm -hmm. or my client just did this. Oh, I can't believe that. They're yeah. not in the mood to see it. Mm -hmm. What about a week from now? Right. When you post a little clip. Oh, hey. That's interesting. I really like Jamie. <laughs> I like that gal. Jamie's okay. <laughs> yeah. And again, it goes back to just the human nature of it. Mm -hmm. We don't know what kind of day everybody's having. Like, you can have somebody cut you off. Mm-hmm. I disagree with cutting people off vehemently because it pisses me off. <laughs> Pet peeve. <laughs> but you don't know what kind of day they're having. Mm -hmm. That's true. There's different, I'll consume different kinds of content on different days. Mm -hmm. Like depending like what I'm doing or what I'm, you know, thinking about or like what I'm wanting to do. Mm -hmm. um, I'll listen to podcasts while I'm working. Mm -hmm. um, and usually those are true crime mm -hmm. podcasts um, because that's what I'm trying to binge right <laughs> now. <laughs> and then going back. Uh-huh. To why podcasts? Yeah, why podcasts? Thank you I, for bringing it back to the question. <laughs> I wanna, I, I wanna play on stereotypes. Uh -huh. So, stereotypical CPA. Why should I start a podcast? Well, I convinced this CPA to start a podcast. In one meeting. In one meeting, you've been interviewed by a magazine. Yep. You're being potentially being brought onto a council for a software company. Mm -hmm. They've got content that they might want you on. Mm -hmm. They might want to advertise on your content. Mm -hmm. You've met multimillionaire entrepreneurs that are doing big impacts in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, and the list goes on about people, people who've you've done met. TED Talks. People who've done TED Talks. If you didn't, coaches. <laughs> if you didn't start building this platform, yeah. that might not have happened. No, it's been so fun. <laughs> people are like... And every time somebody asks me, I'm just like, it's really fun because <laughs> I've got to meet some of the coolest people mm -hmm. and I continue to meet some of the coolest people and it's only going to create opportunities. Mm -hmm. And now that we've kind of found our stride. Yeah. And again, this is a long game. Yeah. Branding and marketing. Podcast, long game. Podcast, long game. Branding and marketing in general. Long, long game. game. Mm -hmm. If you want short term, go sales. Separate things. <laughs> For the love of God. <laughs> But you can do both. You can do both. Mm -hmm. um, you can use this content for your sales. Mm -hmm. And that's what it becomes. Like we've been talking about mm -hmm. how we're going to redesign your website. Mm -hmm. 
And part of that is going to be now we've got all this content and we can place it in certain places and as seen on and da 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 da. And then that becomes the marketing becomes the support for sales, mm-hmm. which is what actually happens. I just had a rant on that. Sorry. That's all right. I love it. I really wanted to get that in. (laughs) Um, It's just so important, I think, also to explain to people that podcasting is a long long game. Yes. I was talking to Jason Troy, whose podcast went up a couple weeks ago before we started rolling. Mm -hmm. Um, Y'all didn't get to see that part. But um, also, go watch that podcast. I know it's on Zoom, um, but go physically watch that one. He is an amazing... He is an amazing teacher of how um, people make really quick connections. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not here to plug uh, plug our podcast, but I think that was a really it was just such plug a, away. It was a super great interview yeah. with Jason because he just is so extremely knowledgeable and yes. he just gives away everything and he's just he's amazing. Um, so if you're listening to this one, go, go hop on that one. I know it's it, a Zoom one. I know like the Zoom ones don't do as well. Mm-hmm. We did it. We do our best on the audio on that one. Those are some of the those people are some of the top people in their industries mm-hmm. um so go listen to those ones yes um, just deal with the audio on it we're working on the audio um what was i saying anyway he used to have a podcast and mm-hmm. we were talking about the long game mm-hmm. on the podcast and i didn't realize that the podcasting was a long game in the beginning mm-hmm. um until you're like here's a year contract and i was like a year <laughs> Wait, okay what? let's do that and you're like this is a long game okay that and now we're sense. approaching a year. Yeah. We've got a bunch of credibility. We're yeah. on a tipping it's point. It's so fun. I've got things that I want to push you towards. Yeah. Like, I want you to go start speaking. I've got and things like, for you. Oh, like, <laughs> go and fly, child. Like, you know. You're just going to push me out of the nest, aren't you? <laughs> That's all right. All of this has been pushing me out of the nest. Good. Good, good, good. Okay. Back to your questions. Uh, what are the biggest obstacles people face in the podcasting industry? Other than the long game. Other than the long game. Uh, let me go, let me field your question and go a little bit further back mm-hmm. and just go marketing and content creation in general. Okay, that's fine. Um, I think, oh God, there's so many. Okay. One, understanding the long game. Cool. Mm-hmm. Done. Back there. Mm-hmm. Number two, um, figuring out how to be themselves. Authenticity is hard. Uh, it, it's it's so easy, but so hard at the same time. Simple, but not easy. Simple, but not easy. Um, and it's just, it, it's really mastering, and this is something that we were told to do as kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mastering the ability to not care about all the noise going on around you. Because mm-hmm. you're worried about what your support group's gonna think. Mm-hmm. You're worried about what this person's gonna think or mm-hmm. that person's gonna say. Mm-hmm. Or is that piece of content gonna land right at this moment? Um, and you have all this noise going on, mm-hmm. and then you're like, okay, well, how do I make all these other people happy? Because I want people to like think I'm good and da 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 da. Just go be you. If you can shut out the noise and you go, no, I know what, what I'm doing and where I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go act that way. And then if it doesn't work out, cool. I tried. Yeah. What'd you do while you were talking <laughs> shit? <laughs> so, and um, I was, anytime somebody comes on the podcast uh, and asks me if they can have the questions up front, my answer is always no. Yeah. Um, and my, for two reasons. One, I prep five minutes before they, before they arrive. I actually am really, really good at that. That's like 
I add a little bit of pressure and good yeah, stuff comes I've out. I've tried to prep before and it's just not as good. Yeah. It's just not as good um, because it's the questions I want to ask that day. Mm-hmm. So they're authentic questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the second one is I want them to give me the, their authentic answers. Yes. I don't want them to think about it. I don't want them to ruminate on it. I don't want them to write notes about what they want to say. I want them to give us their authentic answers. Yes. Um, because authenticity is one of our big values around here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the things we strive to do mm-hmm. uh, with our clients, you know, with everything. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, with, you know, being authentically us. Mm-hmm. They're showing up as us every day. Mm-hmm. So it's important that our um, guests do that too. Yes. And it's, it's one of those things, the big giant corporations are very good at faking authenticity mm-hmm. because they can pay millions of dollars for the front for the front and what we do for thousands of dollars. Yeah. Um, like as an example, there's a big bank that got in trouble for doing things they shouldn't have been doing. <clears throat> but, um, so they have a bunch of ads going on right now mm-hmm. that are all puppies because who doesn't love puppies? I actually saw one of those the other day, and I was like, do you think we don't know what happened? Yeah. <laughs> so they can put up that front. It's the PR machine. Yeah, it's, it's a giant PR machine. I don't have a PR machine. I have this. <laughs> this guy. A one-man machine. I have this guy, and just me being as me as I possibly can with the cameras. No, I'm yeah. actually pretty good at being You're very good at being you. <laughs> I tend to, to not work with people who can't be them. Mm-hmm. Um, this just doesn't work. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Story time. Story time. So um, one of my clients, almost two years ago now, mm-hmm. uh, Big Jim, mm-hmm. um, they brought me on because they loved our ideas. They loved our approach. Mm-hmm. They're like, we want to do all that. I'm like, cool. So we start doing some things, and they're like, uh, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. I was like, well, that's cute. I have control. (laughs) So I'm just going to prove to you Mm -hmm. through your own data um, that we really know what's going on and I will take you in the right direction and you can trust me. This works. Mm -hmm. This is, granted, it was a little forceful Mm -hmm. because they wouldn't budge. So I was like, okay, cool. Well, I've got the cameras and I have the passwords. So we're going to do this and it's going to be the best stuff that you've ever done. Mm -hmm. And it was by tenfold. More people were paying attention. More people were coming in the door. Mm -hmm. More people were buying day passes. More people were signing up for memberships. Mm -hmm. More people were buying gear. There's $250,000 of sales in a six month period that weren't there for the previous years Mm -hmm. and they still wouldn't budge. And I was like, guys, people refuse to be wrong. Yes. And I was like, I've, I've proven. And I think that's partially what it was. I think I probably went too forceful Mm -hmm. because I proved their entire department wrong. (laughs) 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 I I think I might have hurt that relationship by being a little too forceful. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was giving them a hell of a deal. Mm -hmm. Um, but by being authentic, even if you're a giant corporation, mm-hmm. you're going to win. Because at the end of the day, your customers are people. Um, and I think people can <clears throat> smell it. Oh, oh, for miles. Miles. Sometimes it takes longer. Sometimes I, it does. I, I have to say that I'm not always the best at smelling it because I want to think the best of people a lot yes. of the time. Um, and I've done a lot of work on figuring out who I am, so I kind of... 
like transfer that to other people and like kind of project that kind of assume that they have to almost. Um, but then like, but then I start smelling it and I'm like, Oh, Oh, I see what this is. All right. And now we're done. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I can't edit. It just stinks. So what have been some of your greatest successes in podcast production? Greatest successes in podcast production. Um, we have landed podcasts on the new and interesting list on iTunes. Woo-hoo, that was so cool. It so, wasn't us, but it was very cool. It wasn't us, but it their their data line went. I'm checking a monitor mm-hmm. to make sure you can see me, but I went and then spiked Sick. way up, and then it came over, and then they got put on another list, and it spiked way up again. That's amazing. Um, another one is just being able to not a podcast that I actually produced. Mm-hmm. I built the website and did all the back end for it. Mm-hmm. Um, they cracked a thousand downloads a day nice. a few weeks ago. So it's just putting people in, in the position they need to be in to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to explain that it's the long game, yeah. like being able to do this consistently. And so how long did it are. take that podcast to crack a thousand downloads? Three months. That's awesome. It's yeah. extremely niched, right? Extremely niched. I'm pretty sure you know who I'm talking about. Um, extremely niched, but extremely popular. Yeah. Um, and then just not a lot of people are doing it. Yeah. Again, North Carolina for a dollar. <laughs> North Carolina. It's more than a dollar, let's be honest. <laughs> um, so what is your current focus for growth for Spotted Dog Media? My current focus, so I've got five clients that I'm currently chasing, mm-hmm. um, a vet mm-hmm. or somebody within the veterinary space mm-hmm. that cares about dogs and Consultants, cats. Consultants, maybe. Consultants, maybe. We're working a couple of those right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, a bar and grill or brewery. Mm-hmm. I have a wonderful YouTube show for them mm-hmm. that then I also turn into a podcast because mm-hmm. all a podcast is, is audio. Audio of the video. That's <laughs> all it is. You make a video. I'm waving, I'm waving at everybody right now. <laughs> if you're on the audio, we're waving at you. But that's all it is. It's just audio. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily producing a show specifically to only ever be heard. Mm-hmm. It's just audio. Mm-hmm. And you can dress up the beginning and the end, and then boom, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, Which happens on video, too. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a new way. That's all that there is to it. So vet, barn grill or brewery. Um, an outdoor company. Mm-hmm. I'm a rock climber and an athlete, endurance athlete. So that kind of falls into my my realm in the first place. And mm-hmm. I get a little bit more creative with that stuff. Uh, and then who else? I had all these in my head. And I've got a list. LinkedIn list that I've been messaging everybody on. That's sales. Get on LinkedIn, message people, and be like, hey, I have a thing that I want you to buy. Mm-hmm. That is sales. Um, this is marketing. This is marketing. I'm really good at this piece you are. at this point. Lots of people aren't. <laughs> this is, I feel like for me, this is the easier piece. Yeah, I can talk to people all day long. Yeah. Um, and then I go hide because we've talked many times about how I'm an introvert and then I need to go in my corner for a while. But yeah, it is yeah. what it is. And then an automotive shop. Okay. Uh, there's huge room for automotive. Um, I know <clears throat> of lots of automotive enthusiasts who have their own stuff going on, but none of the actual shows or actual shops, and they really need to get in on it. So if you're in any of those industries... Let me know. Yeah. Happy to help you out. And want to start a podcast. 
podcasts or YouTube shows or need help with your social marketing or mm-hmm. any of that. We do it all. Yeah. And I'm, we're working on all of those for you right yeah. now. All right. So before I ask my last question, uh, what is the easiest way for people to find you? Uh, either our website, spotteddogdigital.com. Mm-hmm. A lot of D's in that. Spotteddogdigital.com. Mm-hmm. Or Stephen with a PH. There's uh, a lot of T's in that, too. There's a lot of, yes, there is. <laughs> yes. D's and T's. I just hear the D's. Uh, or Stephen with a PH at spotteddogdigital.com. Or on LinkedIn. Or on LinkedIn. Or Stephen you can Michael Andrews. on the podcast and on the podcast website, and we'll get you to the right place. Yep. Um, as always, everything's linked in the description box. We are really good about that. So if there's anything you guys are looking for, hit that description box. If you need something yep. and you don't have it, send us an email or hit me up on my on LinkedIn or hit up the Facebook group, Facebook page or yeah. all the things. Do um, you have the Facebook page? And one, probably of us, find, one of us will get yeah. back to you. <laughs> um, final question. So what is the one thing every business owner needs to do to build their brand? The one thing. The one thing. The one thing. I don't don't know. do that thing and be like, can I have more than one? Can I have more than one? That's what everybody has. Can I know I have they more do. Than one? And I'm always like, um, fine. Start producing content. That can be video. That can be audio. That can be writing. What is the best way that you personally communicate? Mm-hmm. If you have a team mm-hmm. and you're a larger scale business, you should be doing audio. You need to make a mar- or audio and video, mm-hmm. make a marketing budget for that. Mm-hmm. If you're a smaller shop, one person, two person, three person, um, and you're still handling your own marketing stuff, mm-hmm. what's the best way that you communicate? Mm-hmm. Are you good on camera? Are you good just talking into a microphone? Mm-hmm. Or are you a really good writer? Um, all three are consumed. They're consumed at different rates, but you have to start with what you're good at. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just be creating content, tell your story, be authentic. Mm-hmm. Don't be too bombastic unless you are bombastic. I was when I was 23 starting my first business and I'm not bombastic. Oh God, I was bad. <laughs> I was bad. <laughs> like this is like toned down. <laughs> I was, I was ridiculous. This is about as, you know. This is where you, this is just your happy life. This is just me. I'm just good. Even keeled. Yeah, I'm pretty even keeled. I tend to be. Yeah. Um, So I'm actually laughing because I was talking to, watching somebody the other day who does coaching for organic reach stuff. Mm -hmm. And she's like, just get on Facebook Live. She's Mm -hmm. like, don't care what you look like. That's my problem. I'm Mm. like, oh, have I done my makeup today? (laughs) (laughs) Which most days the answer is no, No. I have not. (laughs) I look like, do not look like this. Um... Because I work from home. Yeah. In my pajamas. For a reason. I'm generally in gym clothes. <laughs> unless I'm out somewhere that Or I'm I in need. gym clothes. <laughs> yeah. But, and, and that she's very right. Like, mm-hmm. just start. Start. Mm-hmm. For the love of God, start. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about doing the live and looking up in that corner and seeing a zero. It's going to get saved. People will watch it later. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but... Just start working on finding your voice. It's a process. It, is it a process. takes time. And once you do, like after doing this, mm-hmm. Facebook Live's not a, like it's. It's not a thing. I bet thing. you communicate better too when you're actually talking with prospects or you're talking with clients. Oh, totally. I bet you've figured out how to actually say what you mean mm-hmm. a little bit better than you did before. Yeah. And 
spent that, a lot of time talking to a camera. <laughs> it takes, and it takes longer than 90 days. Oh, yeah. Like people are like, oh, well, I'll try this thing for 90 days. Okay, cool. Let me know how that goes. What have you ever done that you did for 90 days and then it was gave a gold mine? Yeah, yeah, or gave you what you wanted. You have to spend time on it and you have to work on it. No, it's just like weightlifting. Yeah. You can't just weightlift for like 30 days and be like, how come I don't have biceps? Yeah. How come uh, I don't have biceps? Because you only yet? bench 45 pounds still? Yeah. Or how come. Which is fine, but that's not how this works. Or how come I haven't lost 100 pounds? It's been three months. It takes time. And if you, speaking of somebody who has lost a lot of weight rapidly, mm-hmm. you'll spring back yeah. because you're doing it faster than your body can accommodate. Mm-hmm. Unless it's medically. Yeah. Dr. Angela Tran will be on the podcast in just a couple of weeks. She will. That's sh- such a good that's episode. That's how you do that. Such a good episode. Go yeah. back like two episodes, three maybe. Yeah. So she's what, 46? Yes, I believe. She's episode 46, 46 or 46. 47. Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how we do rapid loss with the doctor. Yes. But safely. safely. Don't do it the way I did. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Uh, I was going to, to university. I was like, I'm going to lose weight. I was like the fat kid in school mm-hmm. and always got picked on, but I took other people's tests for them. Like generic, like nineties video gamer, like smart kid. <laughs> So I'm 21, going to university. I'm like, I'm going to lose weight. In three months, I lost 77 pounds. Three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches a day and running 10 miles and doing push-ups. At least it wasn't Subway sandwiches. Oh, God, those are so bad. But don't lose weight that way. And don't approach marketing like that either. That's Mm -hmm. stupid. No, can't approach anything like that. Mm -hmm. Everything's a long game. Long game. Always play the long game and Mm -hmm. good things will happen. You play the short game and you're stuck in it. And then you're constantly in panic. And then you're constantly looking for the next short game. Mm-hmm. That's really there. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I appreciate it. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast to be inspiring, helpful, and entertaining, please like and subscribe. This helps us grow the community and reach more people. If you are interested in learning more about this episode's guest or accessing any of the books or other resources mentioned in this episode, be sure to check out the description box below. Until next time, be abundant.